You are listening to the Willpower Podcast. Welcome to the show. I am Will Holdren, and I talk with some of the most influential CEOs, entrepreneurial leaders, and thought leaders to try and reveal the secrets that has led to their success. I believe that with the right knowledge and mindset, you can do anything you set your mind to. So if you want to learn how to change your life for the better, if you want to learn how millionaires actually became wealthy, or if you want to develop and start your own business from the ground up with the right knowledge to help you, then you are in the right place because this is the Willpower Podcast. Attention, self-employed professionals and business owners. Are rising healthcare costs weighing you down? Well, it's time to make a change. Introducing Impact Healthcare, your path to savings. With us, you can save up to 50% on your monthly healthcare expenses. Our flexible plans are designed to fit your needs, and our usually friendly app puts healthcare in the palm of your hand. Join the thousands who have already made the switch to Impact Healthcare and take control of your healthcare costs today. If you're interested, click the link in the bio of this episode and give yourself a free quote to see for yourself the amazing savings that you can get with Impact Healthcare. Hey. No way that we go is a one-way street. Nothing that we love is a one-day key. And if we gon' do it, we gon' do this now. And if we say we gonna, we gon' hold this down. What is up, everyone? My name is Will Holdren. I am the host of the Will Power Podcast. Today, we have an absolutely incredible guest. His name is Brian Nababi. And Brian is actually an ultra entrepreneur that has really started his business a little bit later than most people, around the age 30, 31. And his brand and his business called Till You Collapse. Um, and again, he started this business with only $300. And then about a decade later, it's now an eight-figure brand, which is absolutely incredible. So Brian, first and foremost, man, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate you having me, man. That was a nice, well, that was a nice intro, dude. I appreciate you. Thank you. Nice and smooth, right? Yeah, nice <laughs> I appreciate that. Nice. Yep. yep. So I, first question I kind of want to start off with, with you is, you know, we were just talking earlier. One, the position you're in right now, you've already made it, right? You've done so much. You could easily be on a beach right now, chilling with your feet up and you could be set for the rest of your life. But here you are jumping on podcasts and wanting to tell other people about your story and it's inspiring. So I just want to, I'm curious, man, like, why do you want to do this right now? Why are you still going so hard? Why are you jumping on podcasts? What's, what's the reasoning for all this? Well, man, first of all, I, I haven't made it. I'm not even close to making it. So change, change your mindset around that. Um, and I, I couldn't be on a beach with my feet up, you know what I mean? Just because the way I'm wired, you know, the way I'm wired, I actually lo love the work. I love what goes into it. And, you know, even though, you know, I've grossed over eight figures with this company, um, it sounds like a lot of money, but in reality, uh, it doesn't end up being that much after expenses, after taxes, after everything. So, you know, I love that you said that because that's a lot of people's perception is, you know, you made millions of dollars and, and you made it, but in reality, um, it takes a lot more than that to quote unquote make it. And I think every everyone's definition of making it is different too, right? So like, you know, what is your definition of making it? But for me, you know, even if I quote unquote had made it, in my eyes, what I'm what I consider making it, um, I'm not wired where I could, you know, it's hard for me to even go on a vacation as much as I love my kids and my family and, and that doing that is important and making those memories. It's hard for me because the way I'm wired, I actually love the work. You know, and I love being challenged and, and that's just, you know, not how most people are. Most people run away from the work. Most people avoid the work. Most people hate the work. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's, that's just the way I am. And that's one of the reasons why I've become successful. Cause there's a lot of things I'm horrible at. I'm horrible at more than I'm good at. I'm good at a few things. 
you know, I barely graduated high school. I mean, look at you, you're in a dorm, you're about to graduate college. So you've done more than I've done academically. I got, you know, 11 year olds that spell and, and do math better than me. So that's the reality of it. And I own it, right? Because here's the thing, a lot of people run away from their weaknesses or try to be something they're not. And one thing I, I try to be on social media and everything I do as authentic as I can be because so many people aren't, you know, as far as trying to portray something and live something they're not. And and just being you is really a superpower. Being authentically you in social media and everything you do. Like, for example, and I don't want to ramble on because I want to answer your questions, but I think they'll get a lot of value from this kind of shit that I say. Um, you know, one of my biggest businesses I'm pushing right now is I do mentorship and coaching, uh, mindset, fitness, business. You know, it all goes hand in hand, right? And, and uh, I'm somebody that's actually done something. You know, I've you know, over, over 10 years in business experience. I have over 28 years of fitness experience. So, like, you know, obviously mindset's been since I was young as well. So I'm 41 years old. So you have a lot of these coaches out there that are kind of jokers. And, like, what have they really done? What have they really lived? Who are you actually learning from? And I coach from actual experience, which is the best way to do it. But what I'm getting at, the whole point of this is I had someone I was coaching with, and a lot of people can't get over social media. When I talk about being authentically you, and they went to record a video. And when they went to record a video to post, it's a simple like little story, 30-second story. When they went to record a video, the person who they were instantly changed. Like the tone of their voice changed, their demeanor changed, their personality changed. And I'm like, and they were doing it in front of me. Like I was, I was actually a local client. I coach a lot online, but I have a few local clients we do in person. And I'm like, hold on a second. I'm like, you just changed. Like, that's not who you are. And I actually like who you are, but I don't like who you're being on the camera. So I'm like, just be who you are. She was worried about being a better version of herself because she thought that was what people wanted and that would make more people like her. And I'm like, actually, no, your personality, who you are actually in real life, more people like that. So try to be that on the camera. It's talking about social media and just being genuine and showcasing who you are because that's really how you grow a personal brand and a business because a lot of businesses stem from personal brands nowadays. So just be authentically who you are. You don't have to impress anybody. And by you not being authentically you, you're actually going to turn more people away than actually you bring in. And I feel like people think it's reversed. Yeah. Yeah. That's all great points. And you're 100% yeah. spot on. Yeah. You got to be authentically yourself. And like you talked about mm -hmm. personal brand, especially in today's day and age, it's so important. I mean, look at you and your brand. It's built around you, built around your social media platforms and it's blown up, right? It's yeah. not to you. People don't want to be like you. So it's, uh, yeah. it's inspiring to watch that. Which For is awesome. sure. yeah. And sure. So you're also in California too. So I knew you were talking about how money is kind of like different. Like you think, yeah, like, California's yeah, a tough state too. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. I mean, when I, I mean, when I started this company ten years ago, you know, I was making 150, 160 grand a year. You know, and, uh, uh, broke, <laughs> broke, and because yeah. you know I'm a sole provider. My family's kind of old school. You know, I, I work and my. My spouse stays home and takes care of the house and the kids and you have four kids. That's a lot, you know? So as far as 150 grand in California, supporting that big a family, it's not going to cut it, which is crazy to hear. Cause a lot of people like, they think six figures, mid six figures is a goal. And like, you know, you can't, I'm not going to be driving Ferraris and Lamborghinis making that kind of money. You know what I mean? So. Right. Yeah. It's definitely a different mindset. Um, and so, so in your story, I know that you started your company, your brand until your collapse of like 30, 31. So I'm just curious, like what made you 
kind of delay that start until 3031 was like a mental switch it kind of happened with you instead of starting earlier kind of what yeah so like i said i wasn't that educated barely graduated high school went in a few semesters at community college and got zero units out of a few semesters didn't finish any of my classes dicked around for about you know half of the half the semester then just stopped going you know it just wasn't for me um and I've always been a salesman. I've always been a hustler. You know, six figures is easy for me. I can make, you know, 100, 200 grand any sales job I do, you know? So as far as, you know, you know, I knew as a kid, I had posters of Porsches and Ferraris and Lamborghinis and like those cars. I'm a car dude. I modify all my cars. I race all my cars. Like cars are a passion of mine. And I knew I wanted to drive those upper echelon of cars, right? And I'm like, you know, Initially, I knew you'd have to be super successful to do that, but, you know, I was doing fitness. I was running gyms, general sales manager. Um, so I was doing what I was loved. I was in the fitness industry um, and, you know, making 150 grand broke as hell. And, and you know, I, I did that through my 20s, you know, through my, well, in the middle of my 20s, I left fitness. I got into real estate for about a year, lost everything. Got everything repoed, kicked on the street, 50 grand in credit card debt. My credit Jeez. credit was 480, 480 credit score. Like that was about 20, 26. You know, I had my first baby at 25. I'm 26 years old, lost everything, first baby. Um, and then I went back to fitness. I was like, I'm not leaving my passion again. Cause I knew fitness is what I love. Even still, you know, I'm 20 years in the industry plus as far as work in it, uh, 20 years, 20, 18 28, 38. Yeah. 20, over 20 years in the industry. Um, and I still don't feel like I'm working. Like I love coming here. I love doing what I'm doing. I work still 12, 15 hour days. Sometimes I still work weekends. Um, and I doesn't even feel like I'm working because it's truly my passion. If you really find something you have passion in and that's what you focus on, it's not going to feel like work. That's why you can, you know, it's going to be up. It's going to be down. Like right now it's down right now. It's a grind. Apparel and fashion is super saturated the way the economy is it's it's the hardest it's been since it started and i'm real with that like i'm i'm yeah. transparent about that because life you're gonna have these and that's the whole entrepreneur journey uh, but i'm doing what i love so even though it's, it's rough it's like when you're doing something you're not passionate about it gets hard you quit it's easy to quit you don't care about it yeah. but anyways i realized i wasn't going to drive those cars i was making decent money a lot of people's book almost 200 grand a year still broke like i told you and I'm like, well, this isn't working. I'm, I'm working 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. I'm working seven days a week. I'm not seeing my kids. I'm missing their sports games. I'm, I'm not driving the cars I want to drive. I'm still broke. I have to do something for myself. So I'm like, what, what, what could I do that I could scale some online where I can make money 24-7 e-commerce? 10 years ago, driving social media started to get popular, right? Yeah. I'm like, what can I do? I'm like, well, I'm not a fashionable guy. I'm like a man's man. I'm like, I'm not like a man's man. Like I don't do hard work. Like I don't like working on my hands. Like I'm not like that kind of guy. Like I'm like, I'll make money to pay someone to do that shit for me because my time is more valuable. Right. Um, so I'm not that kind of, but I am like an old school man where like, you know, I, I just, you know, I, I love the work, like I said. And um, so I'm like, what can I do? And I, you know, I wear the same shit every day. So fashion, I'm not like fashion like that, but you know, I wear this, it's more of my clothes. This is my clothes. Yeah, I wear weird. my clothes, hoodies, hoodies exactly. like this is it, right? I get to wear yeah. hoodies and, and joggers and Jordans and beanies to work every day, right? Yeah. Um, and um, so 
you know, I thought apparel brand, fitness apparel. So the fitness is my passion. I still entwine with the fitness industry and fitness, but apparel was new to me. And that's what I just thought of. And I just freaking thought of it, man. Like I said, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. Start a social media. And I'm one of my superpowers is action. I take extreme action very quick. I don't hesitate. I don't overthink it. I just have an idea and I run with it. And then I figure it out along the way. So that, that, that's a, that's a golden morsel right there. Uh, you know, that's one of the things I'm very strong at. And a lot of people get hung up on making sure the stars are aligned. Everything's perfect. They're all scared and they want to make sure it's not ever going to be that way. So you're never going to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I just started it and I came on the name till you collapse. And really, I thought that name really means something with this brand. It's a weird name, you know, now that it's, you know, a parallel line till you collapse, but it definitely fits. If you think about it, like till you collapse is a work ethic and a mindset. So if you put till you collapse effort in everything you do, everything you do, like from the little things to the big things, from putting the cart back to your conversations, to jorking out, to interactions. If you really give your effort 100% till you collapse, like that kind of effort, leave it all out there, leave it on the field, leave it everywhere. That's how you reach your goals. It's not like going 50% half the days of the week, whatever you're doing, that's not going to reach your goals. Going 100 fucking percent every single day, seven days a week, for months, for years, that's how you reach the goal. And it's like that kind of work ethic and mindset is what till you collapse means. And that's what the brand means. Um, so I thought about that uh, instead of some just general name with no meaning, right? right? And then just start making the clothes. Just start making the clothes with 300 bucks. I designed them for the first three, four years. I was designer, social media, sales, website developer, warehousing, like, you know, one man shop out of my sewing leggings, leggings and t-shirts out of my trunk, some of them out of my garage, um, just doing what I could, uh, you know, for the first three, almost four years, it was, I was making less than I was when I was broke, making 150 grand, you know, because I figure I, I when, I, when I went all in, after one year, I built it up on the side. And in one year, I, I brought it up to uh, about a hundred grand gross, hundred grand gross, hundred grand gross isn't shit though. You figure a hundred grand gross, people don't understand in business, a hundred grand gross. I'm lucky if I'm actually netting about 40, right? So that's, yeah. I'm, I'm making it's hundred grand sounds pretty good, but no, I'm lucky if I'm bringing 40 K home from that and I still had my other business. So then I'm making, you know, 150 gross. Again, gross, right? No one that yeah. they just hear that number and they think that's what's going in my pocket, right? 150 gross plus the 40 was a next nice supplement to my income, right? But at that point, I was working 18 hour days. I would work, you know, seven to seven at the gym, come home, see my kids and my family for maybe an hour, dinner, spend some quality time with them quickly. And then I would work from, you know, 9 p.m. till uh, 2 a.m you know, every day. And that's, and that's legitimate 18 to 20 hour days, you know, four or five hours of sleep if I'm lucky. Um, and that's, that's not when people just say that I was actually doing that, you know what I mean? And, and putting, you know, good work in and you get burnt out. You can't do that. It's not realistic to do for a long time. So I did that for a year and everything was suffering on all ends. Right. Um, and I was like, I have to make a decision here. So I remember everyone, you know, everyone, when I started the brand, so many people talking shit, 
so many people, are, you know, not directly my face. No one dares talk shit to my face. But like, you know, you hear people talking shit. You know, who's this guy think he is? He's making this brand. My family was terrified. You're going to support your kids and your family in a t-shirt, selling t-shirts. Like they're old school. Like my parents and stuff, they had no clue, right? They're like, what are you talking about? Social media and apparel. Like you're going to support your family with this? You know, is that even a job? Um, and I took that leap, right? And I left the gym and they didn't want me to leave. They were trying to get me to... Uh, give me a, a huge promotion where I'd be probably making 250 grand a year because I was a good employee. I was I was killing it and I was top of my game. And they wanted me, you know, I basically turned down, you know, over 200 grand a year security, a real job, right, with a real company to start my own thing where I'm netting 40k a year, supporting at that point. I think I had two or three kids that size family. I'm the sole income. So talk about pressure and, and the way to wear on my shoulders. So I, I made that leap of faith. And then, you know, I started hitting the streets, you know, um, my garage was my warehouse. Uh, I had a home office working out of my house. Uh, and then for the first three to four years, and this is where most people, you know, they don't get it, the reality of this shit. For the first three to four years, I was increasing revenue very slowly. Like the first year was a hundred gram. The second year was maybe... 140 grand you know so for me you know it, it was it was you know yeah 140 grand is an increase but you still when netting 70 grand i'm still supporting a family of five in california off nut peanuts you know what i mean so i was still broke as hell i want you people to hear this and think about it imagine working 15 hours a day and still not even be able to pay your bills so that's a reality of what I was doing for the first three, four years where I was working 15 hour days, pouring into this company as a sole employee, like I was alone, that's it, doing, doing everything under a company on my own as a, as a, as a you know, um, male in an apparel company that went with mainly female stuff too, which is kind of different. Yeah. Um, and uh, having to literally grind and hustle and flip stuff on the side just to pay my bills. Like that's what most people aren't willing to do because that shit's hard. And at times it sucks, you know, it sucks when you work that much and you feel like you're pouring into something and you can't even pay your bills and you have that fear of losing everything like I did before, which I'll never let myself do again. So, you know, literally doing that and having to hustle on the side just to make end meet. And that was for, for a long time, four years of doing that's a long time, right? And, and that's what most people can't stomach. And that's why a lot of businesses fail quickly you know a statistic is a lot of businesses fail within the first year or two really quickly you know yeah. then businesses the last you know the, the statistics get even less and less five years on 10 years on it's just hard because the reality is it's not easy man it's not easy and you have you see these businesses and you hear about these businesses that really blow up and are really successful you know they're the outliers for the most part the big bulk of businesses aren't that you know uh, and like i said we definitely that fourth fifth year we blew up we went to, you know, from, from, we had our last, worst year ever. So we went from 80 grand, 80 grand gross, 80 grand gross. Wow. We went from, we went from, we went from that to 1.1 million within six months. And when we did that, I totally revamped the company. I revamped the clothing. I revamped the website. I revamped the price point. I totally, it's almost like a new company started then. So like the company is 10 years old, but really five years old is this version of the company. So the companies, they go through growth cycles and they go through evolving and stuff like that. So the company totally transformed. I knew it had to change because if not, it would have died, right? So you either adapt or you change, die, you know? So I, I adapted because I had to. 
and it really paid off, right? We exploded in growth. And like I said, from, from about 2017, 18, uh, through 2020 was extreme growth, like a hundred percent year over year, you know, uh, you know, 1.1 million, like, you know, two, three million and four, five million and like explosive growth. And then, like I said, honestly, just like I'm real, you know, over the last couple of years, it's been declining and that's real. You know, like I said, I'm not one here to fake and, and try to blow smoke up anyone's ass. That's life. You're going to have ups. You're going to have downs physically, mentally, financially. It's how you deal with those, what defines you, how you deal with the adversities, what defines you. Because in reality right now, as you know, apparel is more saturated than it's ever been it's crazy you see random legging companies pop up on instagram every day and the way the economy is the way inflation is the way the world is everyone's struggling right now and they're everyone's racing to the bottom so it's like where can i get the lowest price stuff period that's the bulk of people right so what we're dealing with because our, our 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 price point was more middle to higher price we're we're, we're finding that we're having to we're going through of another, another evolution as a company because we can't keep going downward. We want to go back up. That's the goal as a business, right? So you figure out what's going on and you adapt. And that's not just a business. That's with yourself mentally. That's with yourself physically, anything. You got to continuously evolve and change. And that's the goal, right? And that's kind of what we're dealing with the world. And, you know, like I said, being a super saturated industry. And, you know, like I said, that this is one of my companies. My other company that's thriving is the personal development space. My mentorship and coaching, that's thriving because people, men, everyone need that more than ever now because that's that's just, you know, mindset and and, and fitness really is, is the key to everything. Fitness is my core to everything. So, you know, that's just the reality where we're at now. And like I said, I love that. I come here every day and I love the challenge because I almost feel alive again. Because like I said, I'm, I don't want to say it was easy when it was growing like crazy, but when it was growing like crazy, it was kind of, you know, you don't have as much pressure and stress, right? And then when, when time gets hard, I, I'm reverting more like how it was towards the beginning, which I've already been through and I've lived, so I'm not stressing out about it because I know what to do to to deal with it, right? So yeah. that's kind of, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, I just, I love this shit, bro. I love you it, know? I love it. And yeah. man, like, like that story is just so inspiring to me. There's so many things I kind of want to unpack in it. Yeah. Um, you know, and the first thing is you're definitely clearly resembling like till you collapse. I feel like just like you said, most people never really experience that feeling. They're going 50% every single day and they're kind of coasting. And yeah. then they get to that 100% level. And when they do, it's probably there for like a minute or two minutes. And then they're back down. Yeah. It's so hard mm -hmm. to stay up at that high intensity level and be successful. But that's really what you need to do over a long period of time to make something big happen in their life. And yeah. I love your story. The way you're talking, like you're working 16 yeah. days and not yeah. any money and doing that for four years straight. And most yeah. people would have quit on year two, year three, and never yeah. chance to experience year four, year five growth. For sure. Because like, 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 I'm sure you've seen the little meme of the guy digging for diamonds or gold and like one guy quits yeah. right before they get to it. Exactly. Like, that's the thing is it's just, it's just consistency wins and, and every business is different and every situation. Some businesses, six months or a year in something happens. Some businesses, they go 10 years before they really start making any money. Right. So you can't look at anyone else's situation and expect yours to be the same. And that's what I feel like a lot of people do. They see all the shit on social media. Half of it's fake. Half of it's people like showing just their highlight reels and not really being authentic to who they are. They can be broke as fuck 
you know, faking that they're balling, you know what I mean? And like I said, that people believe what they see or tell them that, hey, you can get rich in a year. When in reality, it took him eight years to get there. You know what I mean? So it's like, you don't know the story and stop trying to emulate someone else's story. Just make, create your own story. And whatever you do, this is your life. You got one life, create your story. Do something you're passionate about. Do something you love doing. When you wake up and you hit that ground and your hustle, your heart, your attitude, your effort is going to be the most you can give in that day. Because that's the thing we control every day. And really, it's very simple. If you want to really, what I'm, the things I'm good at, like I told you, I, I'm horrible at a bunch of shit, bro. Like I, I'm horrible a lot. Like I said, I'm 41 years old and I'm horrible at a bunch of shit. But there's yeah. a few things I'm good at and a few things I'm good at, thankfully, are things that are really the foundation of success, I think, in all areas. Like I said, I take action, extreme action, very quickly. I don't overthink it. Uh, I'm extremely, extremely disciplined, consistent discipline. Uh, I'm one of the most disciplined people we meet in everything I do. Um, and then my work ethic. My work ethic is is second to none and really it's those those things that are just really and here's the thing man you know when i was younger i used to just be all about working hard grinding working a lot of hours but as i've evolved as a man as i've evolved as a business owner it's not just about grinding and working hard it's about you know the work ethic is all these things combined it's it's working hard it's working smart it's being efficient so it's like you have to because you know I, I found that, you know, because I used to go about well, grind, 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 grind. Well, yeah, somebody working 15 hours just hard, but not maybe so efficiently or so effectively or smart. And then you get someone that's maybe not working quite as hard, but working more efficient and effective and smart, getting the same amount of work done in eight hours as this guy's taking 15 hours. So then you imagine that compounded you know, getting the same amount. But then when you combine working really hard with working efficient and smart, that's when the magic really happens. Cause like, you know, a lot of times people, you know, you get, you know, people that are talented, they don't really work hard because they rely on that talent or that, that skill set, and they can get the same amount of work done as this guy working 15 hours, they can get it done in eight hours. So they say, fuck it, let's kick my feet up. You know, the delta between eight and 15 hours is like, why work 15 hours? I can do the same amount of work in eight, but it's the people that really combine those two that are the monsters, you know, that work hard, that have talent, that work efficiently, yeah. and they work hard. When you can get to that point, that's when you really start to see stuff explode. Like I said, in business, in fitness, in everything in life, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, one of the things I uh, I love that you said, and I'm, I'm happy you kind of brought up is that you suck at a lot of things, right? I think a yeah. lot of people looking in on these ultra entrepreneurs, like the you, the Andy Purcells, people, yeah. that, they just think you guys are good at everything, man. And that's just not the case. What you guys yeah. are is just yeah. the fundamentals. Like you're talking about the work ethic. Yeah. And just the things that you can control at the end of the day. It's not. Exactly. And, and that's the thing. Everyone's looking for a magic pill or secret formula. And it's really not. It's not that. And like I said, I'm good friends with Andy. I'm good friends with these guys. And and they, it's, it's really, that's what it is. Like me too. A lot of people don't believe it. And the problem is people have this complex and normally people hate saying they're not good at something. It's just people hate saying that. I mean, hate admitting they're not good at something. And then people, people hate owning that. And there's nothing wrong with owning that. And the problem is they want to fix and focus on everything they're not good at. And the problem is, you know, being, you tell me what's better is being 
50% efficient on 10 things better than being 100% efficient on three things. Like I said, it's like they spread themselves so thin and they focus on bringing up their weaknesses, which I'm not saying don't work on your weaknesses, but just pick the weaknesses to work on. Like you don't have to be good at everything. You don't have to like, don't take pride on like I'm I'm everything because you, you're never going to be everything in in everything you do, right? In reality, I tell people focus on your strengths. So if you have strengths that you're naturally good at or things that you know you're good at, double down on those because, you know, if you're good at those already, it's easier to be amazing at those things and focus on those things. And if there's anything that you need to be better at pertaining to what you're doing, it's almost like people want to get better on shit that like they have a business or, or something and they want to get better at something that has nothing to do with their business just because for themselves, it feels better that they work on that weakness, you know? So don't, don't, don't focus on your weaknesses, focus on your strengths, own your weaknesses and steer clear of them. You know, if you have something going on with your weakness, find someone, hire someone that's better at that than you and let them handle it. You know what I mean? Yep. You can just hire it out. No doubt. Um, yeah. So- yeah, I want to jump back into your story a little bit. So you mentioned that year four, you had one of your worst years. You grossed, I think, like 80,000, something like that. And then the next year, you guys did like well over a million. So I want yeah. to know like what happened from that year to the next year. Was it a change of process or was that just a year where, man, like it just clicked? So so it was a change of um, a lot of things. So I was, like I said, I totally changed the company as far as the look of the company um i changed the whole branding of the company as far as the look i i, I changed the product offering so I, I i offered a lot higher quality product i changed my price point of the company i made a higher higher price point um i also i also like i said i changed everything the products the look what we were offering i really doubled down on uh before i, I hadn't done much advertising and much you know, influencer advertising or even paid ads. And I started doing a little more paid ads, very minimal at that point though, nothing really. And uh, looking back, man, I wish I would have. So even though, even those few years that we had that explosive growth, I really didn't do that much advertising. And then you see these huge companies that were growing the same time as mine, a little bit earlier than mine, but at the same time as mine, like Gymshark and companies like that, Alphalete, companies like that, competing fitness brands, they went way more in on advertising paid advertising than i did only because like i said i was doing a lot of it on my own i didn't really start working on mentorship until that time which i wish i would have sooner and i just wasn't educated about it like i know if i would have done more paid advertising because back then paid advertising was crazy like it was super cheap returns were super good on paid advertising and like i could have really it was like I had a big fire going and I could have added a huge thing of gasoline on top of it, which I didn't take full advantage of it, which like yeah. I said, I'm real about everything I do. Looking back now, I know, but um, it was just more organic, you know, more of the, I really had a lot of influencers and people posting on social media. That was my main source of advertising, which really the payment was mainly product. Um, and I was doing very little Instagram and Facebook ads. I wish I was, you know, doing more because I know I could have double tripled the business, which is like hindsight, you know, now, but I didn't know when I was in it. Right. Um, but that's fine. Um, but yeah, that's what I did. And that's kind of, kind of took off from there, you know, just little tweaks here and there. And that's what finally yeah. next level for sure. Yeah. And now it's a grind for everybody. Now paid advertising is a yeah. fucking grind, dude. Like you said, it's saturated right now for sure. So it's uh, especially, yeah, like this, 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 you know, that's the thing is, is figure out what your passion is solve a problem, you know, have a high quality product, have over the top customer service, 
go the extra mile in all you do because most companies don't and you'll be you'll you'll be successful it's going to take some time and it's not rocket science don't overcomplicate it you know and that's what most of you guys are doing most people are complicated they want it quick and they don't got the patience to stick with it you know yeah so exactly exactly um before we're on time i just have a couple more questions for you i kind of want to change yeah. a bit so for sure obviously like you said you had no like background college education coming into this and you still you this thing like blow up at such a huge level yeah. And yeah. one of the things I, I want to know is we have a lot of entrepreneurs listening to this and my myself, obviously growing my own company. So when you started getting more money coming in, like how did you learn to kind of manage like your finances and all this stuff, like on the tax end of things and all that back end stuff, so, like, yeah. how did you kind of manage that in your, in your own opinion? I mean, I'm still learning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still learning, bro. I mean, I'm still dealing with it. Trust me. No. Um, I mean, like I said, here's the thing. A lot of people try to overcomplicate stuff and they make, almost create anxiety and stress over stuff that they don't like um let's get there and figure it out like you know don't worry about how you're going to manage it until you're there like if you're there it's a good issue to have you know managing that kind of stuff um but it's just uh i'm still learning it man it's a process like i said for me it's like you know doing and experiences and learning you know and not not a lot of us some people know but like i said this this game of life and this game of business is more from experiences and less from books because you know that's that's one thing like i don't knock college and i don't knock education or anything like that like i, I think each to their own but for me i'm more like you know why am i gonna learn business from a business teacher that doesn't have a business you know what i mean like they're they're just reading a textbook yeah. to me like who wrote that who wrote that textbook where did they learn it like i that's why I like coaching and, and my coaching is doing well because people are want to learn from someone that's actually done it. That's the best way to learn because it's, it's real and they're going to give you real experiences of how to get through things. Not yeah. someone who, who's going to give me theoretical solutions or theoretical, you know, things that, that never works out. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, yeah I'm still figuring it out, man. So yeah. like I said, I'm still figuring it out, but uh, you know, you learn as you go and you just evolve and adapt. And, uh, and that's one thing I'm good at is not overthinking stuff, you know? Yeah. And I think that's one of your your best superpowers. Like so many people look at yeah. that analysis paralysis. They want to make sure every little, you know, T or I is yeah. about it. But yeah. you know, you're, not, you're never going to figure it all out. For sure. Yeah. Just make the money and figure yeah. it out, bro. You know, just make, ha, first well, have the problem making money. Like then you can worry about what to do with it. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, so many people like that example is perfect. They, they get worried about things in the future. Like you haven't even done that yet and you're already worrying. And the thing is anxiety and stress with a lot of people, it cripples, it, you know, that that's one thing is like, you don't want to create anxiety over stress over hypothetical perceived shit. Like, what is that? You know what I mean? Like, let's be, if we got anxiety and stress, like let's be about something that's real in front of me. You know what I mean? Like, like, like that, that, that's when you have anxiety and stress, you know? Exactly. Deal with it when it comes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just to be time conscious, my last question for you, yeah. um, going forward, obviously you've done so much, like what are some of your big goals that you hope to get accomplished with you and your business in the next couple of years? Like, what do you hope to see? So for me, man, obviously my big goals are my kids, man. I got, you know, a 16 year old junior high school, um, 14 year old freshman high school, uh, 11 year old and a six year old boy, girl, boy, girl. And they're all athletes, stud athletes, you know, at, at all levels. Um, and for me, like I said, it's just making sure they have genuine values. They have genuine work ethic. They're not like most of these kids and most of these people out here nowadays. They're a reflection of me, you know, because the sad reality is the way the 
the stuff's going is if you have just basic qualities to yourself, that's more the old school values and ethics, you're going to stand out. And that's going to give you a leg up on a lot of people because a lot of people, unfortunately, are entitled. They don't like the work. They want it to come fast and easy. And they're going to just barely skate by. And that that's at a higher rate than it's ever been right now. You know, so if you have the solid basic things that I told you about, you're willing to do the work, you're willing to be consistent, you're willing to be disciplined, and you, you're, you're a good person. You treat people how you want to be treated. Like, you know what I mean? You're that kind of person. You're going to get far. So as far as goals, legacy, as far as my legacy, the kind of people they are, is my legacy. So as far as a personal standpoint, but that's really um, always my focus. Business-wise, you know, I love the apparel game, but like I said, it is a struggle. And I, you know, my focus as far as my main business is I'm still doing the apparel thing. We're figuring this out. We got some good plans for next year, but um, the coaching mentorship side is very, a good, a huge passion of mine. So I'm trying to grow that side of my business fitness. Obviously I started out as a personal trainer, at 18 years old. So this is kind of, I don't right. want to call it high level personal training, but I definitely, like I said, the core of my program is a fitness and nutrition program, which ties into the mindset. Cause you know, I promise you, anyone that's ultimately successful, their fitness, their mindset's dialed, and then their money, their business gets dialed. So when I do the coaching, it's all encompassing. I get you dialed as far as workout and fitness nutrition program. So physically, you're ultimately your peak. And then we work on your mindset. You're physically, your mind follows your body. You know, they go hand in hand. Then you get your mindset dialed and then your business. We work on your money. And then all three of those things is really how you be your best self. So I'm very passionate about that. So I'm working on, on scaling that company. Um, and then, yeah, that's just what I'm doing, man. And I love the work. Like I said, I still feel like I'm young. I'm 41, but I feel a lot younger than 41. Yeah. Um, so I just I enjoy the work. And I, that's just what my goal is, is really focusing on, you know, I work with all kinds of people, but for me, it's really, I love the youth. You know, I think I love working with the youth as far as like uh, mindset and fitness and then helping them established businesses so i really focus on the youth and i'm also focused on another big demographic of customer base for me is uh men and fathers you know uh you know a lot of men like 30 to 50 are struggling but physically and mentally and then like helping them become the best versions of themselves and the best fathers they can be because it, it trickles down like the kids are a reflection of their parents. And a real reason why a lot of these kids are fucked up is because their parents are fucked up. So let's work on the parents. The kids will become better, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that's a big passion of mine. Yeah. I love all those goals. And you're definitely making the world a better place, you know, one day at a time, which is ultimately yeah. what us entrepreneurs yeah. are out here trying to do, help people For out. Sure. For the bottom yeah, line. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm yeah. trying. I love it. And uh, yeah. the last thing I want to say is I love what you're talking about your kids and how they still fit that work ethic that you kind of instilled into them because yeah. you know, me even being called your spot on, like people are lazy, man. Like it's, it's getting yeah. worse out there. The leaders are lessening. Like the competition is just not there anymore. I know Andy Purcell yeah. like, all the time on his podcast, he's like, it's like, dude, if you're a beast, like you're going to die yeah. next time. Yeah. Cause there's 100%. not that many people out there that are. Yeah. Doing so hundred percent. Yeah. But, yeah. 100%. So I just want to say that. Um, so yeah, so uh, before we hop off, um, is there anything else you'd like to say? And if people want to reach out to you, maybe for coaching or anything like that, how can they actually yeah. find you? Just my, my social media is the best way. It's just at my first and last name. So at Brian Nabavi, um, there was a good amount of fake accounts, but now mine is verified. So it's only a verified account, but I think there's still three or four fake accounts, but it's just at Brian Nabavi. It looks kind of weird. Some people thought it was Brianna 
Bobby because it's just Brian and Bobby all together. So yeah. Brian and then Nabavi looks like Brianna. So people thought my name is Brianna. I'm like, no, it's Brian. And you said my last name correctly, Nabavi, which I appreciate. Everyone always says it wrong. Uh, but yeah, that's it, man. Just DM me on Instagram. I'm all as busy as I am, man. I still try to respond to all DMs. I love interacting with people in the comments and DMs and stuff like that. Just reach out, man. I'm, I'm you can talk to me, you know. Awesome. I love it. All right, guys. There you have it. Yeah. Brian and Bobby, thank you so much for joining me today. Appreciate it. No way that we go is a one-way street. Nothing that we love is a one-day key. And if we gon' do it, we gon' do this now. And if we say we gonna